Hey everybody and welcome to the crossover episode of the 2020 NFL preview season. Uh, we are going to break down the NFC now mm-hmm. with my man Todd here from the Grinds. One half of it with Matty Matt. <laughs> uh, not here, but probably he'll be here soon. But uh, And shout out to you Matt, wherever you may be. And as we mentioned Matt, the NFC East comes up. Uh oh. And it's dripping with... Pause. A lot of sadness. <laughs> um, other from the Cowboys, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of sadness going around mm-hmm. in that division. You go all the way down. It's how can the Cowboys not win the division this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the Cowboys have great times and then absolutely falter, like against the Jets, how they lost. Mm-hmm. But we can see him go on a run and some still somehow still lose to the Eagles for the division and not even get in at eight and eight and lose B seven and nine and they finally made the biggest change that they can make. Jerry finally made it. Mm-hmm. Finally getting another head coach in there that hasn't been around him like Jason Garrett was. Yeah. Finally they make that move. And sure, the whole thing with Prescott, that was just agonizing. They got him in here this year. Mm-hmm. They drafted well. They got C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. who I know someone you know loves. Mm-hmm. And he's going to pay dividends right away in that receiving court. Could be a breakout player. Defensively, they still have those names. It depends how they play. Mm-hmm. The offensive line took a little hit with some injuries, but I think it will still be enough for the Cowboys to get first place for the NFC East, I don't know how they can't. <laughs> I don't know how they can't. Jalen Hurts, as we move on to Philadelphia, I don't know how much he's going to play, but you cannot trust Carson Wentz. Oh, I believe so. He yeah. got hurt, and I don't know if he's going to play week one, but luckily they drafted Jalen Hurts. They have, what, Nate Sofield as their backup. <laughs> Imagine having Nate as the opening day starter not having someone that can run from all these great defenses i heard mccown was re-signed and then josh mccown the 41 year old um and he he's great because he could fit in anywhere he can be that guy to 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 lean on like he helped um so many different rookie quarterbacks dude the moment he retires he should he i believe he's going to be a coach like some sort of quarterback coach or Assistant coach, he's gonna be something. And won't take long because no. if he has that relationship with his players, mm-hmm. that's easy to be up to a head coach position. His teammates love him. Wherever he's been, he's 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 not he's not always been the best guy out there. No. But he's smart. He's a really good guy. But he always played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like every season he's always had to come in through all the different situations. But ho- hopefully we don't see him because that would mean Jalen hurts would make magic happen in Philadelphia. And True. I mean, it would have to be a great magic trick. You still have Ertz. You still got a running game mm-hmm. with Jordan Howard. You still have a pretty good defense, although they're being a little bit older. Yes. Jalen Hurts is going to have to have Deshaun Watson-like moves and plays in order to get the Eagles in a playoff position. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that because I don't know about Carson Wentz again. 
it's no guarantee he'll finish the season if mm-hmm. he won't play right away. And they paid him all that money, and it's just it's mind-boggling if you're an Eagle fan. You got your Super Bowl. Now you got to deal with the rest of the misery the rest of the way until you get another one. Mm-hmm. So I got the Eagles second. I got the Giants third. They're going through so much change. Mm-hmm. And offensively, they got an offensive line. They drafted high for a, a offensive uh, tackle, left tackle. Uh, you got Barkley, you know, the stud. You got Daniel Jones, who came in right away on a horse, and he won a game against <laughs> Tampa, and they never looked back. He was so-so. It wasn't like, okay, he's he's going to be a great one. Like, mm-hmm. He's going to have growing pains, especially against the defenses that this NFC East has. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll get a playoff spot. Their defense is still too young. Just you can't rely on them. And with the biggest name change of the offseason, the Washington football team <laughs> with the bootleg W. Yes. Uh, as you mentioned yes. yesterday. Generic is pot. It looks like one of those when you create a team exactly. on that. I was just about to say yeah. that. I was just about to say that. Thing. They have a great defense. And they just drafted Chase Young from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can only cover you so far, make you go so far, because Adrian Peterson was getting beat up in training camp, and they released him. Mm-hmm. The Lions signed him. I don't know. The Lions are just being the Lions. Yeah, yeah. They make players retire early, <laughs> but sign the old ones when yeah. they're done. I just don't get that. That was one smart, well, a couple smart moves Washington did, uh, the name change and Peterson. Mm-hmm. It was time for both. Both are old. Both are ready to go. Um, that being said, the quarterback there, oh, I, I can't trust him. I know he's, he had a horrible... Uh, Alex Smith got hurt, and then uh, they had another guy come in, and then uh, Haskins came in, and he just mm-hmm. he wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. He, they had the scene at offensive line. He was yelling at him. You know, and nobody's listening to him. Everybody's yeah. Like, you know, everybody's looking away. Like, is this rookie talking to us like this? Like, he's not leading. <laughs> yeah, that's not how you lead. I, I can't see Washington being more than last. So I got the Cowboys definitely in the East. Mm-hmm. No wild card from Philadelphia or the rest. How do you see the East going? Uh, I'm gonna start at the bottom and work my way up to the top. I'll start with that generic football team in Washington. <laughs> Uh, I really think they should just pony up and pay uh, the guy who had who trademarked all the names and just become the Red Wolves. That sounds like a pretty cool name. You could still keep the color and still have the rivalry with the color. I know you don't like the color, but and you should start over. But to me, when you have Detroit and Cleveland, which are former worst franchises in the league, and some still argue Detroit is, <laughs> with all their problems. They're laughing at Washington because you've got the owner, Daniel Snyder, who's under investigation for sexual assault. You have several um, people that were uh, running some kind of scam inside the organization. The NFL is looking into both of those. Then plus you have Haskins, who you were this close from drafting a quarterback this year after you drafted him the prior year, and you brought up an example of his non-leadership, his bad decision-makings. They're saying that he could be like the Jamarcus Russell 2.0. He doesn't study the playbooks. His football IQ's low. How did you not see this coming from Ohio State, which is a party college? <laughs> it's the same as UCLA. I harped on Toucan Sam when he was drafted by, um, what do you call it, um, the Cardinals. I knew he was going to be whack because if you're not 
a quarterback named Troy Aikman and you come out of UCLA, there's a problem. <laughs> and I think out of Ohio State, you got the same thing. Name me one Ohio State player, because I can name you dozens, like Maurice Claret that was a running back. <laughs> All these guys that were supposed on offense, shoe-ins to be in the NFL Terrell or quarterbacks. Pryor. Terrell Pryor. you got uh, different quarterbacks that have come out and have not made an NFL roster. There's a reason for that. This is a guy that should never have been drafted by the Washington Redskins, or at least that high was given the keys to the car. Their offense sucks. Let's just be <laughs> smart about it. They are starting all over and their fans are horrible. They 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 you know, they never sell out when they had fans. It was always the other fans. Then you had you have tradition there and you're not the Lions like you have Super Bowl wins, but everyone's forgotten it because it's been so goddamn long ago. So the Redskins Washington team it's disappointing in so many ways. They're a team that I would love to see be a winner again, but they're nowhere close to it. They are they are years away. In the NFL, you can always rebuild fast, but with this organization, no. It would take a decade to get good again. So, Washington fans, you're in for another long season. So, fourth place all the way. Uh, third place, I'm going to go again and agree with you and go with the Giants. I like Daniel Jones. He's made a lot of good moves. I think he's going to be better but in a COVID year I think that'll hold him back a little bit his progression and Saquon Barkley if he stays healthy he's going to make a lot a lot of things easier for Daniel Jones uh, Shepard on offense good receivers to stay healthy as well defensively is a problem they give up a lot of points uh, they can't stop you so that's going to be their Achilles heel and that's why I think they're going to win another six maybe seven this year they're not going to sniff the playoffs now here's where I I, I changed my mind and I'm going to make, a, you already said in the other show, the AFC, you don't really make, you know, crazy bold positions. But this is one I'm going to make. Um, I, you make good points about the Cowboys. And you said, I don't know how you see them not making the playoffs or winning the division. I see them making the playoffs. My thing is, Dak Prescott is overselling himself way too much. He's a good quarterback. I think he's Deshaun Watson money quarterback. I don't think he's Pat Mahomes money. Not at all. And I think that's where his head is in the wrong place. And you need to put up more than one playoff win. Yes, he got it against my Seahawks, but you got to do more than that. And you got to ball out more, and you got you can't be inconsistent. Elliot saved your butt so many times. So I figure with the Cowboys coming into it, he's franchise tagged, a brand new offense. You don't know what he's going to do in this offense. It's a Mike McCarthy style. Then you've got, like you said, Mike McCarthy, no-nonsense um, owner, or not owner, coach. He's been a general manager in Green Bay. He knows player personnel. I wonder how his first few interactions were with Jerry on Cowboy decision-making and how they're going to be because both of them have egos. Yep. McCarthy was not the easiest guy to work with in Green Bay. So that's why it was a little questioned by me when they got McCarthy because, like you said, you need a yes-man like Garrett. You know, like if, if Jerry says, hey, the sun is red, Garrett's going to be like, the sun is red as hell, man. But, but McCarthy's going to dispute things. There's going to be – I think that could be – it could be a good thing that, the, that they don't get along and that they could win because other guys have before. But I am taking the route of the Cowboys actually having some problems. And, yes, they got C.D. Williams. Yes, they got a lot of weapons. But I, I, I'm skeptical if – Prescott can grab a hold of this offense, McCarthy style, and make it a winner. So that only in that reason why I put them at two. And I got the Eagles, despite Carson Wentz 
I believe, still, even though they make the playoffs, not starting a playoff game <laughs> because they will be the third best division team. So they'll be a wild card. They'll host. And he'll probably be a backup because Wentz got, you know, he broke his vagina like the, the last week of the season. So, um, but I think he'll ball out enough to where the Eagles will upset the Cowboys by a game. Like they might be tied, but because they won a game late in the year against a, a non-division opponent or a conference opponent, they'll get it. That's my bold prediction. Eagles slightly take the Cowboys division. But as they played all these years, it seemed like something went wrong and someone got in yeah and they got out <laughs> right away if the eagles win they're in if the cowboys lose they're out yeah that seems to always happen every year that's mm-hmm. why i'm saying maybe not this time but we know the cowboys yep they're i don't think they're america's team but you can't be if you haven't won in over 20 years <laughs> yeah and, and the way that they're just handled in the media it's just too much too much. Just ask Ed Warner from uh, what is it called? Uh, ESPN. Like, outside the training camp that guy training. is so far up Jerry Jones' butt, man. <laughs> you he, want me to shine your shoes? You he's, want like, me to... he's like, I know what you ate. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to clean your glasses? Right. Yeah, see, that thing with McCarthy, going back to that, mm-hmm. it's going to have, there's going to have to be control given to McCarthy. And Jerry's like, like, finally, okay, I'm too old for this crap. Mm-hmm. I want to win. I want to get out of here before I lose my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, before I can't see the football game right. Before he can't have sex with 24-year-olds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Blonde uh, ones at that. Those are easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, McCarthy's going to have to say, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. I want a Super Bowl in your stadium. Mm-hmm. In 2010, mm-hmm. 2011, I know what I'm doing. I could turn this thing around, and Jerry's ego is gonna have to be put aside and said, "Okay, as long as you do it." So, and then with Washington, one thing I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, how you have those signs at like stores or whatever you get online that says, "Washington parking mm-hmm. fan here." They should have a sign where it has the Washington logo and it says under construction. Yeah. For yeah. how many years? And they keep adding the years because it's going to be a long time. Like oh, yeah. Said. Okay. The intriguing NFC South. Oh, yes. Yes. Because of one man <laughs> who said, I'm getting out of this cold weather. I'm going where it's cold stove. And I'm cold bringing... stove and where it's nice. And I'm bringing friends with me. And I'm bringing my boy who... Likes to do other stuff, but he's ready when I call him. Mm-hmm. Come here. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the most intriguing division for me, I think, because of that one move with Tom Brady coming over to town. Mm-hmm. And then with Gronkowski, he lost a lot of weight, and that kind of that kind of triggers me in in that sense because when he was with New England, he used his weight. To, body through people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't have that anymore. Now, I know they have a great offense. You have two stellar running backs. You have Ronald Jones Jr., who's the starter there. You brought in Fournette. Now, he's still, he's going to be third string, but he might be brought up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Arians, he, no-nonsense guy. I, I love Bruce Arians. Um, but when I heard that, like, Fournette's not going to start right away, I'm thinking, okay, that's his team. Arians has 
complete control. Mm -hmm. You have great receivers. You have Evans and Godwin. You have great tight ends. O.J. Howard, who first didn't want to be there because they signed, they signed Gronkowski or traded for Gronkowski. Mm -hmm. um, and O.J. finally got sense head head right, saying, "Hey, um, you know what? I'll probably never go anywhere where I can win." Yeah. This is my best opportunity with mm -hmm. Tom Brady. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So good for RJ Howard. They have a young defense. That's the only thing that's going to hold them back when they're playing the Falcons and the, and the Saints. And if the Panthers can put up points. Uh, for me with the Saints, I still think they're great. Through all the stuff Drew Brees went through in the offseason, through all that madness and all that, he's still... The leader, he's still the one who made the Saints really great after Katrina, after all that. You mm -hmm. have to remember what he did for that whole region, finally getting them a Super Bowl. Because mm -hmm. we know the Saints fans, they stretch out all over the golf, right? We mm -hmm. know they're loyal. They're not going to go to another team, even though the Cowboys are right there. They're Saints fans no matter what. They've been through hell and back. Mm -hmm. Finally got the Super Bowl. And it seemed like they always got slated, like with the Rams, with that Super Bowl appearance, with that BS. Uh, the worst call in history. No offensive pass. God. And it's clearly offensive pass. Mm -hmm. Imagine a Brady pre Super Bowl. Would have been a lot more exciting. You're going to get that two times a year with these two teams playing each other, New Orleans <clears throat> and Tampa. We finally get to see the Super Bowl I've always wanted to see was Breeze and Brady. Yeah. Now we're seeing it twice. Saints still have a great defense. you got weapons all over. you got Michael Thomas, Sanders. The thing with Kamara, I don't know where his head is with the, with the Saints. He could be just holding out in, in his mind for more money. And just be saying, you know, I don't like what Drew was saying. I don't know. I don't like what he did. But I still have the Saints first, and I have the Bucks second. And for the Falcons, I know you'll, you're going to get on them. They can score however they want. Defensively, they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Right? That's still the Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. Um,. Matt Ryan's still a great player. They have terrible uniforms this year, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why they went that route. <laughs> they have these FUBU-looking uniforms where mm -hmm. they go red, white, to uh, black. I'm like, dude, Nike, come on. There's only one style that they that, they, that I like, and it's a throwback to the 80s Falcons. They're going to have the, the red jerseys with a red falcon on the side. I think that looks cool. But the overall, like you said, the black is terrible. <laughs> Putting ATL right there. Yeah, this isn't an NBA jersey. Come no. on. Um, and then with the Falcons, mm -hmm. I believe Teddy Bridgewater find a, found it, his spot there. You mean he the Panthers? With the, <laughs> the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. I get mixed up. Jameis Winston went to New Orleans mm -hmm. as well, so Teddy went to the Panthers. I think he found his spot. Mm -hmm. They don't have the names other from McCaffrey. Yeah. But you can do magic with those two. And then you got Curtis Samuel, you have some other receivers, you have some tight ends. But their defense is one of the worst. And that's going to propel them all the way down to last place, I think. Okay. So I got the Saint, um, Saints in first, the Bucks in second, Falcons oh. in third, and the uh, Panthers in fourth. How do you see the NFC South game? <laughs> I was actually going to say I was going to disagree with you again, but because um, you, you mentioned the, the, the um, Bucks first. 
That's why I thought you were going first with the, the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, you were no, talking. I think I, well, I'll put them in a second. I, I think the same. No, I just thought you were talking first. about the Bucks first. That's why I thought. Oh they were, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was the most intriguing yeah. story with Brady. Gotcha. Over. Okay, I'll agree on the on the Buccaneers. I don't like Bruce Arians. I'll disagree with you there. I think he has a loud mouth. He's very <laughs> opinionated. Um, I think he's gonna. I think you're not gonna see the level of protection. Like we talked about in the other show with the AFC, um, you know, it was adjustment period with Cam Newton in New England, learning a new offense. This is a new offense. They're not going to run just because they get Brady, Brady offense. Now they might try to do some shotgun things, but you're going to be, he might be under center a lot more than he was in New England. And that might hurt him. Now it could work with OJ Howard and Gronkowski being the Aaron Hernandez non-killer um, tied in along with Gronkowski in New England, or it could be a bust because O.J. Howard's better than Gronkowski, in my opinion. He, Gronkowski's lost weight, a few hits, and he's down. He was getting hurt buff. Now, what's he going to get hurt? Is he going to get hurt not buff? You know, and then WWE's going to call him and be like, hey, we need a special announcer, or we need you to run this angle, and he'll, he's, he'll split. You never know. Um, I think... Listen, when New England makes these big, bold moves and they had Brady and people doubted him, Brady came through. But that was New England. That was Belichick. Arians is not Belichick. And this is Brady bringing stars over. Yes, they got Leonard Fournette, and I believe Leonard Fournette's going to flourish down there. But you never know. He could be a head case, too, Mm -hmm. and screw that locker room up. I mean, look. They tried to trade him out of Jacksonville. They tried to get a six-round pick and couldn't get anything. So there's a reason why he was let go. So you bring that into Tampa, and this this reminds me of Cleveland last year. Cleveland brought in a bunch of names, and, and it didn't work, and they had a bad coaching staff. Now this year, I picked Cleveland to be better because of the new coaching staff and, and new play. You know, players are doing things differently than they did last year. I think Tampa Bay buys into its own hype and they take a couple extra losses, they might not win 10 games. They might win nine. And I think they'll still sneak in the playoffs, but I'm going to go with you. Experience and good coaching wins every time. Give me the Saints. I don't care what Drew Brees said. Drew Brees said nothing racial. People just took it out of context and flipped out for a guy having an opinion contrary to theirs. So I think... In the end, the Saints are going to get back to their winning ways. They've been knocked off in the playoffs two years in a row on stupid calls and things like that. They want revenge. Bring bring on the Saints to win double-digit wins, get that division. Bucks to finish second. I'll disagree with you a little bit here. I do like Teddy Bridgewater and McCaffrey to work some magic. Their defense does suck, but it doesn't suck as much as the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> and I look for the Falcons to fire their coach by year's, year's end or midway through. Man. Give me the Panthers to win seven games, the Falcons to win six games, yeah. and that's it. It's amazing how Dan Quinn has had his job ever since that Super Bowl loss. He should never have left Seattle. Oh, yeah. So I figured the year after the Super Bowl, they would have let him go. But mm-hmm. Arthur Blank, the owner of the he loves Falcons, him. he loves him. He's loyal. Yep. He's like, yep. yeah, but I trust him. Mm-hmm. I got so much money from Home Depot. I'm not worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. As long as the revenue's coming in. No revenue's coming in this year. But um, with the NFC North, now this one's intriguing because there's there's drama all over. Mm-hmm. Really, except Detroit. Probably the only thing Detroit has done great is put a roof over their stadium. When they built <laughs> Forfield, they were smart. 
to bring that from Silverdome to Far Field. But I don't know if you've been noticing on on social media, the Detroit Lions fans have been yapping an awful lot this year. Really? Like like they know something we don't, you know. So I don't understand that. It, what? Yeah, because I'm in <laughs> I'm in this trash talk division one, right? And the NFC North gets in there a lot, and there is just Lions fan after Lion fan just ripping Packer fans and Bears fans and Viking fans, and they're like, "We're we're better than you think. Stafford's gonna have a breakout year." I'm like, "What's telling you this?" <laughs> And you're not even going to be able to go to the games. Yeah, right? How are you talking like this? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no. Uh, like I said earlier, the organization has made two Hall of Famers retire early because they couldn't put anybody around them. They have Stafford and then Galloway. You have a little running game, but you can't keep Stafford up and upright to do what he has to do. The defense, they did make some moves, but they're fairly young, and I they're don't always see young. them mm-hmm. doing much. They need they need more uh, more veterans on that team, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lions are going to be in last, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Out of all the predictions I've seen, I've seen the Packers take a, uh, a fall to third place. Okay. I think I'm like, wait, wait. I know that their head coach and uh, Aaron Rodgers had their little beef or whatever during the season. And they just drafted Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. which Rodgers was... Not too happy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait, I'm not Brett Favre. I know I I was in the, you know... Didn't he wait to the second round, too? No, it was first round. Oh, it was? Were the Packers? Okay. That's what the... Weirdest part, because I can see that. Okay, hey, we're gonna draft a quarterback. We mm-hmm. have nothing to worry about, Aaron. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go in the third, fourth round, fifth round. He's just gonna be your backup. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna watch you. Don't worry about him taking your job. Hold off. It happened. Oh yeah. Jordan loves in there. He's getting reps, mm-hmm. <laughs> making Aaron Rodgers, you know, the drama queen that he is from Northern California, <laughs> uh, being the way he is. And I think that's why a lot of people have them in uh, third, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I have the Bears in third. Okay. Trubisky starting. We <laughs> know Mitchell is just bad. We we know. And it feels like nothing's going to change. I okay. know they have a great offensive system and whatnot. And I know they have Nick Foles. And if Nick Foles can turn around the Eagles, I don't know if he can turn around the Bears, but I think that'd be sweet. Because... I can't name a starting quarterback that has done well with the Bears for more than like 10 years. It's always been, you know, McMahon, it's been Cutler. There was Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. No, Maybe. there hasn't one there hasn't been a Bears quarterback over 10 years. It's been under. Yeah. But the, but like it's been hard to get one to go 3 4 years. Yeah. Jim Miller, I remember when Yeah, Jim Miller, over. yeah. Caving down, I remember they drafted and that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, Trubisky is not the answer. I would consider as long as Foles is not uh, not hurt, mm-hmm. I'd put him in and try to make something happen. Okay. They have Allen Robinson. They have an okay running game, but they didn't show up last year. Their running game is awful. Uh, Terry Cohen, he had like he was having games where he had maybe you know five or six yards uh, a game 
mm-hmm. rushing. And he's our main running back. And they drafted a running back that would help him out. And both did nothing. And that's why they were really bad last year. Defensively, they even had a lapse. Khalil Mack wasn't up to his standard. And he was still pretty good. But it wasn't as good as he was with Oakland and the year before with... Uh, with uh, Not living up to the trade. Two years ago with uh, uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. So with that, I still see him struggling. So I see him in third. Okay. With Green Bay, even with all the drama going on, Aaron Rodgers still has a job to do. Uh, he still has Adams. He still has targets. Jimmy Graham. You have a Aaron Jones, great running back. You, mm-hmm. you still got something there. The defense, they went out last um, last uh, offseason, and they spent a fortune. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went to the store. They got offensive defense alignment. They got secondary help. They got linebacker help. And they they, they were good for the first few weeks, and their defense let, the defense let them down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put them in second. And then with the Vikings, and shout out to uh, Skull Tube and Carlos, mm-hmm. I have them in first. And there's a rookie that was there, uh, Justin Jefferson. He was drafted in the first round. That's going to help their receiving core. With Diggs being gone, you have Dalvin Cook, who maybe will have a breakout year mm-hmm. uh, after he got injured a couple years ago. Uh, Kirk Cousins, after the playoff win, he's feeling a little good about himself, a mm-hmm. little bit. <laughs> Maybe he'll do great. Uh, their defense did lose a little, but it's still solid there. It's still good mm-hmm. enough to win the division. But the player I think to look out for is uh, not Thielen. When the attention's on him, I think Jefferson will get the uh, the, care, the catches okay. on uh, Minnesota. So how do you see the North going? Well, the North, it's kind of it's kind of hard to, to uh, argue the Detroit Lions in fourth. <laughs> um, I Again... Stafford has been put in one of these positions to where he's a good quarterback. He could have been great. He's put up stats, and people will say, look at what he's done. Look what he's done here. Look what he's had to work with. Well, you know what, dude? That's your. You shouldn't have signed the extension then. He should have got out of there. <laughs> um, but he's stuck with a team, and he'll probably stay with them for the rest of his career, and he won't win anything in Detroit. Um, the Ford family has never really made good decisions on the field or off the field. <laughs> so Detroit's going to be mired in fourth again. They may start, uh, you know, fast like they did last year. I think they were three and one at one point, and then they just tanked. Um, so, uh, and we'll see. They had injury problems last year. Stafford was down a little bit, but uh, yeah, I'd be hard pressed. And Chicago, they interest me. Um, Mitch Trubisky played pretty good his rookie year, <laughs> but he had the worst sophomore slump I've seen <laughs> of any quarterback in a long time. Other, uh, not named Rick Meyer. Uh, Rick Meyer had the probably one of the worst sophomore slumps I've ever seen, um, but uh, but no, I, Mitch Trubisky was very disappointing last year. He brought up good points about the running game. The receivers are, are nobodies, with the exception of um, Allen Robinson. Alan Robinson. When uh, he gets the ball, yes, <laughs> if he gets the ball. Trubisky, if he's not doing his thing, where he's running around, mm-hmm. running out of bounds, and yeah. their and their defense will always put up, and they'll always be in close games. But and and here's the thing. I don't think they're going to get saved by Nick Foles. So if Trubisky plays bad, because if Foles doesn't wear an uh, uh, a wing on the side of his helmet, you can go back to when he played in Kansas City, when he played in uh, the St. Louis, uh, when he played in Jacksonville. He's a different quarterback. If he does not have an Eagle uh, logo on the side of his helmet or an Eagle jersey, he's a different quarterback. So 
Uh, oh, you're gonna say something? So he can't fly without wings. Exactly. <laughs> so I think uh, I think it would be hard pressed for him to do anything. I got the Bears finishing third. Disappointing. Because uh, I, I love the coach. Like you're absolutely right. The coach, the game plan. Great. The he's the perfect guy for Chicago. But he, the quarterback is the worst choice. Yeah, for see, that system. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I think they should have went with a better uh, option if they had one. Uh, as a second option because you're going to use you will use Foles at some point this year uh, it's, a, it's a given but I just don't think he'll ball out like he did in Philly and then here's where I disagree I got the Vikings finishing second Ooh. that's not a shot at Carlos because you know me and him take shots at each other all the time we'll downplay each other's team even though we know each other's team is good but I, I'm not and I've never been even in Washington sold on his boy uh, I, I, don't, I don't like him the quarterback um, what's his name again? Um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Never liked him. You like that? Yeah, he he put. He's another one of these stats guys. He'll put up numbers, and everyone's like, "Hey, but look at his numbers. Look at his numbers." Okay, why is he winless on Monday Night Football? That can't <laughs> always be the defense. That can't always be the special teams. He's a cause of it. Let's just be plain and simple. His playoff record says the same thing. I don't trust him one bit. I think this is a dude that's gonna get like last year. The Vikings won some games they shouldn't have, just like the year before last. And I was surprised the Packers won the division last year. And the Vikings gave it to them. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a repeat. I think the Vikings will make some stupid mistakes. And the Packers, as young as they are, offensively up front, they lost some uh, offensive linemen, which is going to get um, Rodgers hit a mm-hmm. few times. But they do have weapons with a running game. They do have a couple weapons on the receivers, like they always do. Defense is a little bit better. And I think that will give them a slight edge you brought up some good points with Thielen and Jefferson, Cook. The Vikings got weapons, but they've had weapons, mm-hmm. and they have not progressed. And I don't see the difference with this year losing Diggs to a progression. So I'm going to take a bold prediction and give the Packers the division. Yeah. It's, it's just funny how when the lights are brightest, even though he did win a playoff game, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins... And you can't get to that next level. I mean, there's levels, right? Yeah, yeah. You finally won a playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't advance. And I think, yeah, the same thing where, okay, I say they'll win the division, but I don't think they'll win a playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they're going to beat in the divisional round or if they're They'll be in a wild card, card yeah. And the wild card will knock them out. Yeah, because what, what it is, is is Kirk Cousins is one of these guys, like I said, puts up stats. And you'll say, oh, but he threw four touchdowns in this game. <laughs> but he threw two interceptions. Or he threw an interception and he fumbled. Because he does fumble a lot. Mm-hmm. So when he makes those turnovers where other quarterbacks can make up for them, those turnovers cost them the game. So that's where I think the difference is. And he'll you know, he'll ball out against, you know, maybe he'll play the Seahawks and he'll put up like four hundred yards. They'll lose the game. Or the, he'll put up four hundred yards against the Packers, they'll win. But then they'll play like a, a hurt Jets team and he can't throw over 200 yards. He's throwing 169, no touchdowns, two picks, and they either squeak out a win or they lose the game. That's the problem that drives Vikings fans and Redskins fans prior to them being Washington. <laughs> Crazy. He's just that kind of quarterback. Yeah, he's one of those guys where his mistakes make his numbers inflated. Mm-hmm. His passing numbers, because they have to come back. They have to score, and they run out of time. And <laughs> Philip Rivers, <laughs> same guy, same guy. Think about it: all the fumbles and all the picks. Yeah. And hurry up, hurry up! We gotta score twenty-five to mm-hmm. time. Run out of time. Now, the last and intriguing uh, NFC West 
Oh, yeah, division, South. NFC. Oh, no, we did the South. My bad. Yeah, with uh, New Orleans. Yeah, my bad. You stay Tampa Bay. That would be fun. <sighs> yeah, um, with the NFC West, and this is yours. So I'll go by real quick. Mm-hmm. You have the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and I know you're going to love uh, talking about them. <laughs> they choked. They had a lead. Absolutely. They choked. <laughs> um, that Super Bowl was just... Um, torture for me i'm i was just happy i was around great people because <laughs> i've been like i want both to lose yes like <laughs> i didn't want any of them to win mm-hmm. um i wonder how much of a hangover the niners will have mm-hmm. with uh, losing the super bowl like that or if it's out of their minds but they're young so you know something like that will pop up and and they'll remember the super bowl and what happened mm-hmm. The alarming thing that happened, there was a couple actually. They lost some defensive players. They traded a de- great defensive lineman and they, then they drafted one. Mm-hmm. So they got younger. So their defense is great, mm-hmm. but younger mm-hmm. at some positions. And then Raheem uh, Moser, he was asking for a trade mm-hmm. after he's been cut by four or five teams. Mm-hmm. And he found a landing spot in Santa Clara with the Niners. He had mm-hmm. a great, great season last year. How can you ask for a trade when this is the only place they gave you a that shot. works for you? Mm-hmm. And they gave you a shot and you're thriving. Mm-hmm. And you ruin it by asking for a trade. I think that's going to... But he got have paid, a, right? Um, I think I'm Mozart... Sure. Yeah, Mozart got paid. And he probably had to beg for that and say, hey... Mm-hmm. I want this. I'm a running back. Mm-hmm. And they have Coleman as well there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how, you know, can uh, Raheem Mostert, will he just fall back on his new contract and say, you know, I got paid. I don't have to work so hard. Yeah. I, I, I always worry about that when players get big contracts, especially running backs. So like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm done. I just have to do this now. I don't have to do all that. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So that worries me about the Niners very much. With Seattle, man, honestly, something surprised me last year about the Seahawks. They were downgraded, criticized. They mm-hmm. said, hey, they're going to be easily knocked off to mm-hmm. they, they rose above. They, they really did some wonderful things. ESPN picked them to win four games last year. <laughs> that's, what <I'm> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like, you realize they have Russell Wilson, one of the greatest quarterbacks in our era mm-hmm. you know because of things you mentioned earlier on another show where he chooses when he uh, runs mm-hmm. he doesn't run all the time mm-hmm. like, that's not his main thing when he has to get a third down um, he'll run for it if he needs to mm-hmm. he finds his guys though. He, he finds his guys the running game is really well Carson uh, leads that you have breakout year of uh, DK Metcalf mm-hmm. and you're just hoping he progresses even more mm-hmm. uh, let's lock it you know, if he goes deep it's great you know you can find him downfield he always makes those surprising great catches that breaks the game open yeah. with, uh, with the uh, Seahawks mm-hmm. um, their defense not getting clowny I think that's a little huge hit you're like man I love having that guy in front of me, he makes things easy mm-hmm. for the whole, well, not Legion of uh, Doom anymore. Boom. Boom, but, yeah. Uh, that, that era is pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. But 
starting to have their own little thing with their defense and uh, the, the Griffin uh, releasing that kind of kind of uh, shocked me. Yeah, it hurts your heart. That's a fan favorite, Shaquem yeah. Griffin. I, you know, I, I have the Niners in first. I have the Seahawks in second. Now this is intriguing with the uh, Cardinals and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Cardinals were able to get Hopkins off of the trade. I guess they just put him on regularly. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien and Texans. Still doesn't have great defense at all. Nope. They give up so many points. Mm-hmm. Now, Kyler Murray is going to, if he doesn't throw to Hopkins, he's going to have to hear about it from Hopkins. Mm-hmm. That pressure on Murray, not only being a second year guy now, having a respectable rookie year. And I know there's been people saying, hey, his stats are inflated because in blowout games, he had to put up so many points. Had to throw, yeah. Had to make him come back and throw mm-hmm. for touchdowns. Well, that tells me he can he can throw for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And aging Fitzgerald, I know, but he can guide those two together. And they can make some great music together, honestly. Um, you can learn so much from Fitzgerald. It's all about Hopkins and his mindset. Like, um, Are you going to be in it? Or are you going to be yourself? Mm-hmm. Just be a diva. Uh, I, I have them in last. No. The Rams... With their horrible new logo, their stadium that just looks, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they seemingly lost a lot. It seemed like in uh, yes, in the off season. You bring a guy in, Jalen Ramsey, who wants a big deal and a new deal, and he's fighting with the Rams every day about it, mm-hmm. even into the season. Probably. They promised him. That's why <laughs> they promised. <laughs> and they gave up. Whatever picks they had left to get them. <laughs> yes, they are not going to be picking for some time. That is bugging me so much because they got to get younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, they have, but draft-wise, mm-hmm. the best way to get younger, of course. Uh, they have a new running back, Cam Akers, who they drafted to replace Todd Gurley. We, I didn't even mention with the Falcons because he's only a short yardage back now. Yeah. And the Rams will miss that up front. So you, get, you put a guy with arthritic knees on AstroTurf. Not a good combination, mm-hmm. in my opinion. With the Rams, they're going to have to throw all game. I know Goff can do it. I know, and he's got Cup, the best receiver when it comes to third mm-hmm. down, is, is Cooper Cup. Yeah. You still have Woods. Mm-hmm. You have Higby. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with the offense there, except the running game. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to falter them. The defense, you still have Donald, mm-hmm. um, but who else? That's the thing. When they had Sue, that gave way to Donald. Mm-hmm. Now Donald is being double teamed. And you're not getting that penetration like you used to. And that's what she said. <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> do better. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna hurt mm-hmm. the Rams so much. And then they do have a young secondary with and then Ramsey leading it but you know he can be an asshole too absolutely the, and I'm trying to remember with um, Jacksonville no with uh, their play last year with the Niners they had a miss well Taylor uh, Rapp mm-hmm. had a miscommunication and Jalen was getting right on Taylor about it mm-hmm. and that practically knocked the Rams out of the playoff race mm-hmm. they weren't probably going to get it anyway because uh, Seahawks overcame everything mm-hmm. but that to me is going to be the key. Like, how far in the season will Ramsey act out and then ask for a trade? 
Mm-hmm. You know, the new stadium, the new colors, the new whatever, new mm-hmm. color, that doesn't mean anything around here. No. Pay me or trade me. Yeah. It's going to come down to that by the bye week. So, to recap, I got the Niners still. They still look great. Mm-hmm. Seahawks in second. I have the Cardinals. Um, you know what? I got the Cardinals in third. No, no, no. I got them in uh, last. I have the Rams in third. And I think the Niners win the division, of course, and I think Seahawks definitely grab a uh, wild card spot. Okay. Um, I'll start at the bottom, and I'm, I'm happy to say this. My, my bottom pick for the NFC West, the division rivals that I have in there, being a Seahawks fan, will be those Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they will be as bad as their jerseys. I really, <laughs> I really felt that they were going to uh, transition into the white and blue. Or just stick with the old 80s um, bright yellow and, and blue and leave it alone. You have to change That is much. an iconic logo, an iconic... Um, they look, again, like a Madden creation. The jerseys are generic as funk. The, letter, the numbers turn colors? Yeah, it's terrible. Like the Falcons ones? Like, like, seriously, this is one of those designs where I see it lasting maybe four or five years oh, yeah, and it's... they rebrand it. But what happened... You could see on the wall with this team four years ago or three years ago when they went to the Super Bowl, right? Because the NFC West has gone to the Super Bowl the last three years, right? Mm-hmm. So, or, or two years. Two years. Two years. So my, my point is, you look at the Rams, and they pretty much said, okay, our coach is a genius. He's the <laughs> smartest guy. Everyone else is stupid. And, and they put that moniker on him, right? So that was number one. Number two, the team was like all out or nothing at all. And then number three, what I mean by that is they signed a grip of players. And they were good acquisitions at the, at the start, but they didn't realize someone up, upstairs doesn't realize there's a cap, and there's a cap for a reason. If you go over it, it funks through the next year, and you have to pay a penalty. The Rams were god-awful at that and so stupid. I still believe there's no reason to ever give an, a contract extension to Todd Gurley. There was no Goff didn't show you. Had he won the Super Bowl? Yes, give him an extension. They extended him before that, and that was stupid. Then you you have to you you're not going to be able to extend Woods. You're not going to be able to extend Cup. You you did you, you and you and in my mind, yes, he needed to be extended, but you didn't need to max out Aerodonal like that. Then you got to you got to do it with Ramsey since like he said he gave up a bunch of picks and he demand, that was part of the trade was that the Rams are supposed to work out a long-term deal with him. What people are forgetting is their linebacking crew has been slashed. Mm-hmm. The same three starters they had in the Super Bowl just a couple years ago are long gone. You have no experience right there. And the Rams, and, and like you said, the running game hurt now with Gurley gone. You have a high cap with not much money to spend on players. And all that like back depth that they had is long gone. You have inexperience, and we're going to see how much of a genius that coach is this year because he wasn't a genius last year <laughs> so we'll see it again that's why i see them in fourth place now the cardinals i agree with james again when it comes to the diva receiver hopkins i don't like him he's the polar opposite of fitzgerald yes he's yeah. a phenomenal catcher the only thing i like about hopkins is if you ever notice his mom will sit in the first row of the mm-hmm. end zone and when he scores a touchdown he hands her the ball because she can't see she's blind but that's how she knows her her son made a play that to me is beautiful beautiful but as a teammate, he's a dick. Mm-hmm. And then you don't you traded away your good running game, which was Duke Johnson, right? Pretty much. Yeah. And so and 
and even he wasn't that reliable. Your offensive line stinks. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback can barely look over the the, the line as it is. <laughs> he kind of just says a prayer, a Hail Mary, and throws it. And, um, you know, offensively they'll do some things. Defensively, again, like you said, no, they're not going to do some things. I don't like their coach either. He's he's one of the <laughs> genius disciples, and I just don't think that he's smart enough to get that. So Cardinals, to me, are a third-place team. This is a two-team race. And I'm going to not make a homer pick, It's even though it's going to sound like it. But I'm going to go with the Niners to finish second for, for two reasons. Super Bowl hangover. And the Super Bowl hangover works for every team not named the New England Patriots. Yep. Because the New England Patriots can lose the Super Bowl and come back and win one. Because mm-hmm. that, that's just how powerful they were. The refs helping them, and we won't get into all that. But, <laughs> but I believe the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo was overpaid. You just paid Mozart. You just paid Kittle. You're shortening your window. That's mm-hmm. what the Rams did. The Niners, they did a smart move, like you said, releasing or trading one of the high-priced defensive uh, ends that they would have had to pay to get a rookie. Okay. But you overpaid on other players. And the Niners don't have a Samuel, and they don't have a couple other weapons that they had last year. So, and this defense, if they can't get to the quarterback on their line, their secondary is way overexposed. You saw what happened in the Super Bowl when Mahomes bought that extra <laughs> second. He torched them left and right. It was over. Soon as they figured out that just pass protect, it's over, game over. So, I think what happens here, the Niners have teams that. You, well, usually wouldn't have beat them last year, are going to beat them this year. And they're going to take on some losses. We're going to beat them at least once. And I think the Niners are going to have that slap in the face. They're not going to be the team that's going to sneak up on people. Because people forget, they won some pretty ugly football games early in the year against the Cardinals, the Jets, and the Steelers. And then I think there was another team in there where they should have outright lost easily. But they got lucky wins that helped propel them. I don't think those wins are going to come this year. Because usually, and that was their chance to win the Super Bowl. I think they take a step back. They'll hitch a ride on the wild card train, but that's about it. As far as the Seattle Seahawks, I think they're good enough to win the division with no pass rush. But that's the problem. We have no pass rush, and Clowney going to Tennessee really hurt. Our, I think our linebacking crew is the best in football. I think our secondary now is the best in football. But that pass rush, if we can get anything out of it, our defense could be borderline dominant at times. You got Quentin Dunbar back there. You got uh, Trey Flowers. You got Shaquem Griffin playing a contract year, so he's gonna ball out. You know he is. And then um, I know I'm, I'm I'm leaving out the other safety. Um, it was Dunbar and jeez, uh, I just had it the other day. Well, anyway, um, it's probably here on the roster here because I had that pulled up. Uh, um, oh, Quandre Diggs. So you have oh, Qua- yeah, 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 Quandre yeah. Diggs. So that's that's already a powerful four right there in the secondary. Their kicking game scares me. Um, oh, always. <laughs> yeah, always. Their punting's great, but their, their field goal kicking is, is... So they have two weaknesses, but this team is young, really young. And offensively, you got three good tight ends uh, with Disley. Um, what's his name from Carolina um, that came over? I'm just blanking on it. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Well, you had Jacob Hollister last year who was really good. And um, you have yeah, Greg Olson. Yeah, Greg oh, Olson. Wow. There you go. Yeah, and Luke Wilson. So we have four tight ends. Plus you got Chris Carson, Car- Carlos Hyde, yeah. and and Rashard Penny as running backs. You got Lockett. You got um, uh, homeboy from uh, from uh, New England, the receiver, and DK Metcalf. So you have you have a serious uh, and the offensive line bulked up too. 
So I believe Seattle's going to win double digits, and they should win that division. And I think the Niners fall back. The def- If the defensive line balls out at all with the rookies or anybody, they have, need I say, they have a shot to get to the Super Bowl. I think they're NFC Championship worthy. Um, but uh, this is going to be a fun year, and I, that's just how I pick it. So Seahawks, Niners, uh, Cardinals, and the Dregs, Rams. <laughs> and, and shout out to Rashad Penny, San Diego State. Hope he comes back this season. I hope so too. Full bill of health, and it, it, that was a struggle when he got hurt, and another running back got hurt. Carson got hurt. Marshawn Lynch had to come in. And the end of the year really and, killed the Seahawks because yeah. people people were, forget we were only a game back of the Niners, yeah. and then we took uh, we took some losses. Or actually, we were ahead of them at one point. Yeah. We we took some losses to the Cardinals and the Rams, and I'm forgetting someone else. That really screwed us over to where we had to get into that last game with the, with the Niners, and we lost like on the one yard line. Go figure. So, Seattle was very close from putting the Niners in a wild card position last year for a team that was picked to only win four games. So, with Russell Wilson, I don't know how you can be picked only to win four games. Dude, Russell Wilson buys you nine wins <laughs> by himself. I don't know who. I know they were saying like maybe seven or eight. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what source was for wins. My boy Trey Wingo. You know he's being uh, he's a, he's let go pretty much. I hope so. He's an East Coast homer. I can't stand that guy. So quickly, Super Bowl predictions. Easily, I think it's going to be the Chiefs out of the AFC. Mm-hmm. Now the NFC is it's bugging me because it's a whole new year, mm-hmm. it's different circumstances. You know, players on the way out. Players on the way in. Mm-hmm. Give me the Saints. And I think the Chiefs repeat. I, I think I'm good with that. Because there, there was a pro football weekly pick, the Seahawks, to lose to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But I think it's I think it will be the Saints. Swan song for uh, Breeze. That's what I'm thinking. And I think he upsets Mahomes. But, but I don't know if he'll upset I'm hoping. Chiefs. Uh, kingdom I like, that they have. <laughs> I like to see the, I'd like to see Breeze go out and winner. But we'll see. That that that's gonna be. It'd be an epic Super Bowl. Nobody there, maybe. No, I think. Well, I dude, hope, I hope. here's one thing I will will guarantee. If I can guarantee anything, forget the picks. Is I guarantee you, come Super Bowl time, it will be a sellout. There is no way you cannot have Super Bowl uh, money not coming in. They that's need true. that to be sold out, dude. Like that's why I think by by midway through the season we should have full stadiums in most places. I know Vegas said no. I know the Rams said no. But that's gonna change, dude. When the money starts coming in, the other owners are gonna be like, um, can we <laughs> can we have fans, please? Can everybody stay home, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. Please. <laughs> I know I know that you don't like wearing masks, but please. They had a story. Well, quickly, mm-hmm. we'll end it on this, I guess. Okay. Um, they had radio announcements in Kansas City, Missouri, saying, "If you want to see Patrick Mahomes this fall at Arrowhead Stadium, wear a mask. If it takes a star player to make you wear a mask like that, where they have to bribe you and say, mm-hmm. if you want this, you got to do this, that shows a lot on the individual, where they have they have to." bribe you by football you know what i mean and, and and that's good because we're still in that situation because that commercial was like three or four three or four months ago when mm-hmm. we didn't know anything about the season coming up mm-hmm. now we're here 
the season's about to start and you still don't have people in the stands mm -hmm. or as you'll see on thursday limited or nothing mm -hmm. um, so i i just thought I'll, out of the whole off season that was one thing that kept in my mind saying about fans it's like they will bribe you by saying hey if you want to see pat mahomes if you want to be there wear a mask it's like telling your kid if you want to go outside and play eat all your food <laughs> see that's what that, <laughs> but that's how we are as a nation we're pretty stupid like like you can go to any other government and for the most part their people are kind of smart i mean in, in canada even uh in europe whatever italy we're we're not that smart so i mean uh, i mean we're over here doing some pretty stupid stuff as a nation as it is and then you got to bribe them with masks for football. So, yeah, I get your point. Other countries are like, you want to see tomorrow? Wear a mask. Boom. Yeah. Boom. America, Americana is NFL football. Yeah, it is. It, you can say college, but hey, that's not in play. Mm -hmm. NFL is the only game in town when you think about football. No Friday night lights. No Saturday afternoon <sighs> light. Tailgates. No tailgates. Mm -hmm. But at least on your TV, you will have NFL football. I still say I don't know how long, but as he's saying, midway, right, they'll be fat. I believe so. I, I, again, Forbes put out a, um, and I'm going to give him a shout out, they put out an estimate on about how much the NFL will lose if there are no fans, no parking, no food, no none of that stuff that you buy at the stadiums. It's all overpriced. Beer? Yes. <laughs> the main one. All 32 teams in unison will lose up to $5 billion in revenue the for Raiders, one year. The Raiders, it was just $600 million by itself. Yes, yes. That's alarming because of how the prices are going to be gouged. Think about, think about how screwed the Rams owner must think he is for the fact that he moved the team out here. He had to play in the dump of the Coliseum. They've been, you know, we had torrential rains here in Los Angeles to where it screwed over the the building, and it took longer to bring the stadium together. He's had to pay, pay all off season, double time. These guys are working seven days a week, twenty four hours to finish that stadium, just for no one to be there. And shout out to Gio for working on the roof of that stadium. Yes, yes. I forget his last name. Tavali or Tavali, yeah. something like that. Yeah, you always see yeah. him up there. Hey, you're, you're building it. I He's hope. an iron worker. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they pay these guys hella money. The Chargers aren't putting any revenue into it. <laughs> and even when we thought we were going to have fans, the season ticket shareholders and all that, they weren't matching their contract and what they were supposed to bring in. Yikes. So that owner has lost so much money. He's going to have to raise prices at uh, Walmart now. Oh my Remember God. his wife? I think Cronky's wife is Miss Walmart. Oh, I kid. Yeah. So he's going to have to borrow some more money from her because <laughs> he owns the Avalanche and the Nuggets and the LA Rams. Jeez. He's going to have to take some money away from the Colorado teams and put it toward the LA experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that would be all. Thank you, Todd, for letting me uh, come over. Thank you for having me on. It feels like hell in Southern California right now. We have fires. We have heat. Just hope, hopefully everybody's safe wherever you may be. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you for letting me come over and do the show. Love the setup. Love oh, the, thank you. Love whatever those are on the wall. <laughs> uh, it's been great. And to a football season, cheers to that. We don't have drinks, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll drink my water to that. <laughs> Mine's empty. I need more. 
voice is going. Okay, so thank you again, and uh, this has been a crossover for the NFL football season. We previewed both divisions, we gave you Super Bowl picks. Now give you, now make sure you give yours to me and to the Grinds, Todd, hopefully you find him, you'll find Matt and that great show, The Grinds. They're all over, and then you have podcasts. Mm-hmm. You want to? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We do. Uh, we do a uh, Murky Waters one. I do a Seattle Seahawks uh, YouTube called the Seahawker uh, podcast. I just started that one, and then the grinds is like just about variety and all over the place. Uh, we talk about just about anything from political stuff to sports, but we're gonna be focusing on the NFL as well. So that's why I lent uh, my voice over here to uh, the chair. Because, uh, you know, James knows his stuff, man. So I'm happy to be on the show. And on the chair, I promise you, we're, we will have a 2020 preview of the Las Vegas Raiders. There you go. As they've moved to the desert. I can imagine how hot it is, just <laughs> like this. Um, players going to have to get adjusted to that. But we'll have a, I will have a real breakdown of that season. The schedule coming up. Players positions, mm-hmm. the wins, the losses, maybe one tie thrown in there. On Could the be. You never know. And uh, just look out for the chair. We'll have more material. Hopefully we'll get some food going. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people aren't really doing much. Taco Bell's getting rid of some items. That pissed me off, dude. I don't really eat Taco Bell's much because the filling is inside, literally. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but we will find new stuff and I will eat. You know I will eat. <laughs> You know, if it takes till midnight when it gets 85, I believe. Mm. So, from you know what, I have one suggestion though, or one request. When you do your show, I want to get your um, opinion on Sonic, Sonic Driver. Oh. It's been hit or miss, but yeah, they have some new things. They have the shake. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really looking forward. I to want it. you to try a shake, and I want you to try the loaded burger that they have, the one on the uh, Texas toast. I never knew any of that. You watch, I, just try it. Because I had it the other day, and it, I, was, I was impressed. But I want to see the chair's reaction. Oh, you will. Okay. I'm going to have to throw a chair if it's really bad. <laughs> By the way, you can you can add uh, chili and jalapenos to it, too. Because it's already loaded. It's got the bacon. It's got tomatoes. It's got lettuce. It's got everything. You're just making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to get out of here. Again, thank you, Todd, for mm-hmm. joining me and being here. And we will see you next time on the chair, whenever that may be. Catch you later. Bye.